Hello and welcome back. You are listening to the Marketing Freaks podcast. This week we're talking pitching, pitching nightmares and how to avoid them. So we're going to be talking about what makes a good pitch process, what makes a bad pitch process, really leaning on our experiences as an agency over the years being involved with many different pitches in many different forms and offering our advice for ultimately how to pick the best marketing partner for your business. I'm also joined by Dan Roche to talk through his experiences of working client-side at brands like We Buy Any Car and On The Beach and some of the lessons he's learned from running pitch processes there. Also, just a quick note to say that we have a brand new home on YouTube for the Marketing Freaks podcast. It's youtube.com forward slash at the Marketing Freaks, I think underscore. But go to YouTube, search for the Marketing Freaks podcast and you shall find it. Uh, so please do come over there, give us a subscribe. Uh, we've got all the big kind of interview episodes on there in video so you can watch those. Also loads of shorts and little clips as well. So uh, please do come and check that out. We'd love to see you there. Let's get started with the episode. So in the six and a half years or so of being in business, we've certainly been involved in our fair share of pitch processes. Some have been genuinely brilliant, well-planned, thorough, and ultimately positive on both sides, and some haven't quite been as good. Ultimately, this is all about the client finding the right partner for their business to help them progress in the objectives that they have. That is the ultimate goal of a pitch process, right? It's about making the right decision for you. Get it right, and that is exactly what you achieve. And it's also extremely exciting as an agency to be involved in a productive, positive pitch scenario. But when it goes wrong, it's kind of the opposite. It's a big time sink. It's an expensive exercise for an agency to be involved with and no one really gets to the point that they want to get to which is making an informed decision about a future partner. So that's clearly what we want to be avoiding. So what makes a good pitch process? For me, I think if there was one word to summarise it, that word would be clarity. So the brand putting the brief out to tender has real clear information from which to make a decision. They know exactly what they're looking for. They know how to judge the agencies involved and they get to a point where they can make a truly kind of informed decision based on all the information that they need to know in order to make that decision. From an agency side, this is also true. So when it comes to kind of clarity and what we're looking for, We need to know what the brand in question wants to achieve. We need to know the context around it, the background around it, who's involved, who's involved in the decision-making process, what the ambitions of the business are. And the more information that we have at that point, the better better job we can do in terms of uh, presenting an approach that actually fits with what the business needs. I think this really comes down to preparation And the best pitch meetings or the best proposals or the best discussions are the ones where the work has almost been done beforehand. So the brand has really kind of put the time in to consider exactly what it is and put that information into a very, very clear brief. They've really thought about who it is they would like to be involved. And it's not just a 
kind of a mass invite, but it's a carefully selected group of agencies that they believe have a high degree of potential to be a good fit. From our side, it's about gathering the right information. It's about having the right conversations and asking the right questions. But when that preparation and time and effort is done before the pitch starts, it means that everyone involved is more prepared, obviously. Everyone has more information when you go into the pitch scenario. And that time spent together or time spent putting a response together or Uh, reading responses that you've gathered is going to be as productive as it possibly can be. So for me, a good pitch is one where the time and effort, the investment in time and effort has done been done before the actual physical pitch process starts. Clearly, these are my opinions as an agency owner and someone that's worked in new business for quite some time now. Uh, but I thought it'd be really useful to get the perspective of someone who has worked uh, client side and been on the other side of the fence when it comes to pitches and the pitch process. So I've dialed in my friend Dan Roche. Dan is a brilliant PPC guy. Uh, he now runs his own agency business. Uh, but has held really senior digital marketing and uh, paid media positions at brands such as We Buy Any Car and On The Beach, where he's been involved with multiple pitch scenarios. So I thought I'd get him involved in this episode for his opinion and advice on the matter. All right, Dan, we're talking pitch is and pitch horror stories We've all been in good ones. We've all been in bad ones. Are there any standout memories that you have from working in-house of perhaps pitches that haven't gone so well? So I have one pitch that somebody sang Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf in, but that was more of a creative TV advert pitch. But we won't go into that. They didn't get the job anyway. Um, So I think for for me, working in-house, pitches that go wrong go wrong for a couple of reasons. The main thing is the agency not understanding the business. And I'm not not talking about the agency spending hours and hours on the website, but actually knowing what the client sells. So that might be going into We We Buy Any Car. We had a couple of agencies come in and talk about when we sell the cars. And obviously, We Buy Any Car buys cars and they don't sell cars. So, So instantly, you're kind of you're put off and then you don't really buy into anything else that the agency says. And one of the other things really is, agencies tend to pick one specific example or one product or one service and all they do is talk about that so it might be a case that that an agency goes into on the beach and they talk about dubai holidays or thailand holidays so on the beach are known for short haul beach holidays they go to spain they go to turkey they do some dubai and thailand but it's not a massive part of their itinerary and if somebody comes in and they start talking about dubai 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 it becomes pretty clear that you know, everyone in the room is turned off and it's about reading the body language of the the room in that situation and diversifying away from that example and having other examples to show. Yeah, I think first off, being prepared with different examples is totally a no-brainer, right? But the skill and ability to read a room, I think is so important because if you're good at that, you would spot that your example 
might not be quite landing or something else might be needed and you can you can react and adapt and that I think is a particularly important skill when you're pitching or talking to a new business. Yeah, because I suppose if you're pitching, there there are I suppose you have some nerves and you you kind of potentially have a script, like obviously unlike professional like yourself, John, um you you have you might have a script or you might have a deck that you're going through and to be taken off of that path it's it's a bit unnerving and you can it can be. Yeah. Yeah. You can get sidetracked and, and start thinking about other things and mess up. But it's yep. yeah, it's reading a room, it's it's just looking for for signs. Sometimes somebody will just come out and say, We we don't really do, do much Dubai. We focus on Spain. And then it's about adapting to that and having those examples at hand to be able to to run with that. Um or else Yeah, def- definitely. Or else it's it's just about looking at people's you know, reactions. I, I was when I was in house, it was very easy to tell if I was interested or not. Sometimes I just leave meetings, or other times I just you you'd be looking into you know into space. So it's it gets painful after that point. You know you kind of want the room to eat you up if you're actually pitching. But um, you can tell when you've got a room and when you haven't got a room. Yeah, can't you? Yeah, right. You definitely can. And I just think, but from an agency's point of view, there's so many reasons why what you've prepared might not always be what's needed in in that meeting at that point in time. Like the brief might not have been thorough enough or there might not have been time to have as many calls as you, you would have liked, or perhaps you didn't ask enough questions ahead of the pitch. So there's so many reasons why you might get into a room and have to adapt the course of what you're saying. But people, people want you to be successful, John, that that's the thing. If you're pitching, they, they want you to come in and do the best job as possible because usually they have a, a more senior member of staff in the meeting and they don't want to look stupid by inviting some idiots in to do a presentation yeah. where they're talking about Dubai holidays or selling cars. Like it, it is the due diligence before the pitch to, to spend time with that person and don't feel like you're taking up too much time because they'll give you all the answers that you need. You, you could basically speak to a marketing manager or head of digital, download everything that they want you to say and say it in the meeting and get the job because they just want to enact their plan in their mind using an external agency. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's almost like the, the important bit is what happens before that meeting and the meeting just plays out that preparation and plays out what's been done to date, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, really interesting, Dan. And thank you because it's, such a such a good context to this having had the roles in-house and now kind of running your own um, agency it's just a, it's a unique position on it I think so thank you so thank you to everybody for listening I really hope this has been useful either if you're working agency side in new business and you're getting involved in pitches Or if you're working brand side and you're putting a brief out to tender, hopefully there's a bit of useful food for thought here on how to get the absolute best and most productive time from the process. If you did enjoy this episode, and I very much hope that you did, please give us a follow on Spotify, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Those actions are just really appreciated and massively help the podcast out. And we'll see you on the next episode.